Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 322 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're talking about our spidey senses tingling, the PlayStation record-breaking streak continues, Twisted Metal TV show, and a Gran Turismo movie trailers are out, and so much more, and we're doing it live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. EST over on youtube.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? We are live! Ooh, we guys, we're doing it live, and you know what? I didn't mess up once. You did it. Like, you, Joe, you worry too much. <laughs> so I, I don't know what happened, man. I just... You're the seasoned pro. Boop, boop, uh, I mean, you've been doing this longer than I have, so you got this. I, listen, I'm, I'm pretty darn proud of myself what I was able to just work out. Because usually, nine times out of ten, if we have, like, a special guest... I always mess mm. up the intro. That's a little like, you know, behind the scenes thing. Is that's my thing I mess up the most. <laughs> so here we are. Thank you all in the live chat. And yes, we are now streaming the show live over on youtube.com slash at PS Trophy Room. So catch us live every Wednesday night as we record the show. Or guess what? Catch us on your favorite podcast feed each and every Thursday morning ooh we now kyle we got a lot to talk about mm-hmm. and a lot of the conversations this week are kind of broad let's say one of them is about the state of triple a games and i kind of wanted to get this question out here first to kind of gauge where you're at right now in 2023 with all these games coming out so okay. The number one comment to start the show comes from Ace Insane, who writes, Hey guys, being a multi-platform gamer, I was excited for the release of Redfall. Over the last two days, my friend and I have put seven hours into it, and I think it's okay. It's not great. It's not terrible either. My point is that I've now been forced to stay off the hellscape that is social media because Everyone is crying about how bad the game is. If you think it has problems or don't like it, then great. Don't play it. But stop complaining on Twitter about uh, about it just to be, quote unquote, the cool thing to do. Sometimes an acclaimed studio misses the mark and many of the game's current problems can be fixed with patches. Sorry for the rant. I'm just wondering if I'm the only person done with people complaining already. So, again, we're a PlayStation show. This is a PlayStation podcast. This isn't a PlayStation game, but the one way I can relate to this question is I'm playing a lot of Jedi Survivor, which we're going to be talking a lot of in the back end of this show, and I'm not getting hit with as bad of the tech problems that some people are running into. Not to say that they don't exist. They definitely do, especially on PC. But to see the same people hit the same beat over and over again, it's like they're kicking a, a like a dead horse at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are doing the same. 
But there's kind of some justified air of frustration as we're getting more and more of these AAA games that come out either half-baked, like, you know, a Redfall, or they come out and there's a port wrong with it, like Dead Space with their PC version, or, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, off the top of my head, Resident Evil 4 remake, tough on PC as well. And then mm-hmm. even look at The Last of Us, you know, uh, part one on PC is a I'm gonna, train wreck. I'm going to give another example. It was a while ago, but No Man's Sky. Yeah. Wasn't that great when it first came out? Lots of bugs. And, and look at it now. But that said, I mean, there is an air of like, I understand the frustration. Yeah. I want to know where you're at with this. Because I, I, I do see a lot of the the tired points. Oh yeah. I'm I've been tired of people talking crap about things on social media for a very long time now. Uh, just let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. God forbid somebody is having a a fun time with the game that <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that isn't letting the critics uh, you know, fires up. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I like... just merged two sayings together. But like it's it's a bummer. Arcane knows how to make a great game. Yeah. This one, I, I don't know the full story about it. I'm not going to be out here trying to put out things of me acting like I know. Like, yeah. uh, for example, like, oh, maybe they were ru- they rushed it out for back end reasons, or yeah. uh, maybe they were forced to do this kind of game. Whatever. I. I those were examples. I'm not, <laughs> but like, uh, who knows what will happen years down the road, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe even the in the near future. Like, it's just I I don't like people putting more negativity out there than there needs to be. Right. I mean, like the world's already a negative place. And Let's I get it. Stop I, kicking I, folks when they're down, type of deal. Yeah. I also don't want. Um, the, on the flip side of things, like, don't aim it at critics. It's their job to critique things. And I'm not saying they're all perfect. There are some bad apples out there. Sure. But for the most part, those bad apples are not from accredited and major places. Yeah, they're from uh, Carpool Gaming. <laughs> I, I will never say that. Shut uh, Yeah. Like, they're, they're doing their job. It's their job to point out the flaws it's... and praise the things that are, are good. So, like... They say it's they're not gelling with that thing. That's okay. That's yeah. why there's more than just one place to go get a, a review from. <laughs> I, there's there's a good point you hit there. Where first and foremost, we hang on Metacritic or Open Critic. Yeah, like this is this is gospel. Th- this score is what it is. And you know, shout out to Luke Lore, host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, who coins it swimming in sevens. You know, sevens aren't bad games. Sixes aren't whoa, bad whoa, games. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you are you giving that to Sean Capri? No, no, that's no, that's 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 Luke's. That's Luke's thing. Swimming. Oh, you sevens. give that to Luke? Yeah, I give that's him. That's a Michael Huber Easy Allies joint. Well, you know what? <laughs> Fine, I'll give it to Michael Hubes. Okay, so, all right, good, good. You good. know, that said though, it there's nothing wrong with a seven, and I feel like we we put so much pressure on a game has to be like eight or nine or above for us mm-hmm. to get some type of validation for our purchase mm-hmm. of said thing. And I think it's a kind of it we're getting way too lost in the sauce when it comes to just an aggregate number where you should just be listening to people that you trust, whether it's me or Kyle or skilled up or ACG, whoever the case may be, you could go over there season gaming, right? Like they've been 
pumping out reviews left, right, and center. You know, you could go to the names you trust and that's how you could get your review. It's not like, you know, if you liked, for example, you know, Dead Island 2, you, that's your game of the year. Good. Great. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. At the same stroke of the pen, though, it is alarming to see more and more developers, not really developers, but more so publishers, pumping out games that are half-baked. So, like, while on one hand, I think I see a lot of folks beating the dead horse to, you know, for clout on Twitter, there's another end of the spectrum going, okay, listen, Redfall didn't hit, hit the mark, it seems like, with anyone. Um, that's a problem. And we got to figure out what what caused it to see where things misaligned so much. And it's fair to say, you know what? Redfall ain't it. But at the same exact time, when I see people go after the developers so much, um, it's akin to like, I've been seeing people harass individual developers. And I'm like, guys, that's akin to walking into a retail shop yelling at the you know the the guy behind the register because you know the return policy sucks yeah. it's like mm -hmm. obviously you know not every single one of these people are the problem as to why a game doesn't or comes out hot it's mm -hmm. maybe something to do with management on that end or scopes being way too wide where they needed to be focused down to make something you know truly special i think that's the problem is that when we talk about issues like this it's it's so it's so it's wide. black and gray. Or black and white. Yeah. It, it, and, and there's always shades of gray to it. So, like, on one hand, yeah, you should be upset that the, you know, Last of Us version uh, on PC isn't PC. good. And mm -hmm. you should be demanding better. But demand better from Naughty Dog. Demand better from PlayStation. Don't go out there and attack individual people uh, and harass them online when they're just trying to celebrate that they got a game out. You know? Sure. Yeah. And... Yeah, uh, and, and, and criticism we're, we're, too. Like when it comes to Redfall, you point the criticism towards Xbox too. They put this game out; they knew what it was. Criticism mm -hmm. should be have as long as it's thoughtful and honest. Not not everything has to be positivity train over here. You could be critical of something as long as it's there is some layer of of respect to the person that you're 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 giving your criticisms to. You're treating yeah. them the way you want to be treated. You know, and, and and on that note, we're a PlayStation podcast. I don't have an Xbox anymore for other reasons, yeah. uh, not because Redfall was coming out and it was going to be bad. <laughs> I'm it, 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 it was it was bad timing. That's why I yeah. didn't want to say anything because I don't want to sure. open up that can of worms. Xbox is going to be fine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're going to be on Twitter saying they're dead. Yeah. They're not. They're going to be fine. It's no. like everyone has a misstep. You remember the Order 1886? Right. As a misstep. Yeah. I love that game. I remember spe Mag. Speaking, yeah. Mag. Starhawk. Uh, Starhawk. Lair. Come on. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, even like as much as we loved it, Death Stranding didn't hit as as big as, as a lot of people were right. expecting it to. Yeah. Like there, there's always going to be a misstep and things don't live up. The Last Guardian, after years and years, Oof. I don't think that as well as many people were hoping. Like Shenmue 3. We, we we can't get a masterpiece level game every three every, months. Yeah. yeah. We can't, it's not that's way too high of an expectation. And then you're going to fall out of love with the hobby that we all enjoy doing. Yeah. And like at the same exact it time, when high. it comes to games, don't pre-order them. Like, wait till it's released. Wait till you see the reviewers that you respect review the game 
and then make that opinion. Because the reason why these ports keep on coming out so buggy is y'all keep on buying them. So, you know, if that's the other the other issue here is like, yeah, Capcom won't fix Resident Evil or they'll, they'll you know, fix it at a later date, Resident Evil 4 uh, remake on PC, because they know they could rush it out now and mm-hmm. people will still buy it anyway. So, like, there is, again, like some, there's a kind of bit of a, a tug of war that you got to do. But, you know, we are a PlayStation podcast and I will say this. I want Xbox to be great. I want yeah. them to keep creating games on a great level where they challenge PlayStation because yeah, I want, only... I want them to make PlayStation uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what I want to see. And as a PlayStation fan, why do I want to see Xbox succeed so bad? Because that's going to push PlayStation to do cool things. Like mm-hmm. remember crossplay that yeah. only happened because Xbox and PC game pass pushed those 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 issues in the forefront going people want to play with each other and we're opening it up to nintendo we're opening it up to pc well sorry playstation you're sitting out and playstation got uncomfortable and they started doing it remember trophies right achievements came first trophies came afterwards you know because of competition we get really cool stuff as the Mm -hmm. consumer so we want our brothers over on brothers and sisters on the green side to get really awesome games and it is disappointing when you know you hear from them that they're disappointed in their product that sucks and i and i and i hope i hope we get something from xbox soon that changes the hearts and minds of xbox gamers i love when playstation's uncomfortable because that's when they create awesome stuff couldn't have said it better myself Ooh we that said Whew. All right, let's get off the soapbox here for a second. Let's go into some housekeeping. Of course, you head on over to Apple Podcasts. Oh, head on over to Spotify. Rate us five stars. It helps us out. If you're over on YouTube, hit that like, share, subscribe, that bell button. It gets all the updates to all the Trophy Room stuff live right in front of your feeds, right front and center on the YouTube homepage. Of course, you go can go to the Trophy Room store link in the description. And Kyle, if you'd like to put it in the chat as well. And of course, most importantly, it's time for our Patreon pitch. Like we say each and every week, if you ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it really does help us out. The reason why we look so great, sound so good is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash P.S. Trophy Room. I want to thank our newest member, Hybrid748 at the Platinum le- uh, uh, the platinum Tier. I want to thank Savoy Prime, who upped their pledge to the Bronze Tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our Platinum members, Brad Presnell, Brent Gillian, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryoko Kill 90, Sith Lord 92, Steven Flesh, Struples and Bits, and Jay Shea. I want to thank our gold members, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Bertos Maximus, Boldrin, Doss Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Welsh, DJ 89, Elo 2032, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Nagachaka, Katie. Who's currently, she's in the UK. She missed the stream, but she's still pumped for us. <laughs> Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Kevin Ainsworth, Kay Grimm, Lambchop93, Marcus O'Neill, Androsasaur, Astronaut Jr., not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, the Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy, N7, Captain Logo, Faniel Fan, XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone God, E.T. 
Tino, Six Speed, M. Cly, H85, N. Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Matt, pew, 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 The Red Arrow, Spammin, Bammin, and Somnia. Thank you all so much for supporting the show the way you do. And now, with all that said and with all that out of the way, everybody, it's time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up comes to us from Tom Ivan over at PS Lifestyle. Tom writes, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered is finally getting a standalone release. Marvel Spider-Man Remastered is finally getting a standalone release for PS5, currently only included as part of the Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. Later this month, it will be made available standalone via the PlayStation Store price at $49.99. Players who own a physical or digital copy of Marvel Spider-Man for PS4 We'll be able to upgrade to Spider-Man Remastered on PS5 for $10. Let me cut in for a second since I'm back to the really good mic. Mm-hmm. I don't have the mute button and me drinking something that's bubbly. There might be some burps that might come Uh-oh. through, and I'm, I'm trying not to. I'm sorry, y'all. It's <laughs> so all right. Sorry. I'll edit it out in post. It's back beautiful. to Tom's. Well, the, the, the live viewers, though, will uh, be like, oh, that. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, you got some ASMR freaks in human chat. being. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Digital copy of Marvel Spider-Man from PS4 will be able to upgrade to Spider-Man Remastered on PS5 for $10. PS Plus members who claimed any edition of Spider-Man via Sony's subscription service won't be eligible for the PS5 upgrade offer. Players who own the standard edition of Miles Morales can also still pay an upgrade fee to get the ultimate version, which includes the remaster. In a PlayStation blog post, Insomniac Games narrative director John Paquette also announced that a Spider-Man 2 prequel comic will be released for free in the United States on May 6th, ahead of the game's release this autumn. It will offer a look at what Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and MJ Watson have been up to since the events of Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Quote, In this story, their lives collide as Peter, Miles, and MJ attempt to balance their responsibilities to the city and each other, Paquette said. They keep coming back to one of the main themes of the comic, Is Magic Real? Because in this action-packed issue, a beloved supervillain makes their first appearance in our universe and appears to have supernatural abilities that defy mere webs and fists, none other than the Hood, end quote. The comic is being released to coincide with Free Comic Book Day, an annual promotional effort by the comic book industry, which sees participating specialty stores give away comics free of charge. U.S.-based readers will be able to visit a participating comic store to pick up a copy or download one via the Marvel Unlimited app or Marvel's website. The comic will be available digitally worldwide through Marvel Unlimited at a later date. Ooh-wee, we're getting some more Spider-Man stuff. First and foremost, Kyle, as you were reading the news, I was drinking some refreshing green tea from Dunkin' Donuts because I'm trying to live a healthier life. And it's bumming me out that I can't have coffee anymore, you know? Oh. Hey, listen. It feeds the anxiety, and I can't do it. This Celsius is pretty good. Is it? It's very good. Mm, I I, hate energy drinks, and this is is pretty good. Okay, fair enough, because it's like a seltzer, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, more more or less. It's like a sparkling thing. Fair enough. All right, back on Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, so, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, I just, you know, I had to to say I'm trying to live a healthy life. Jeez. Hey, uh. Is yeah. this why Spider-Man is, is no longer on the PS Plus collection? Like I mean, I Ma- called it? Matthew Kennedy <laughs> said it in the chat, man. This is yeah, clearly I why Spider-Man was pulled. Yeah. yeah. And y'all were right. This is, uh, I mean, this is pr- a pretty much a given, you would think, right? Yeah. Like, they want to make extra cash on this as it looks like this is clearly Sony hi- starting the hype cycle that is Spider-Man. You know, because it's coming out in the holiday season. And 
what better way of saying, hey, guys, if you missed Spider-Man, if you missed the Miles bundle, here it is for you. Though I think it's, um, let's be real, that's that's way too much cash for a remaster. A, a remaster that's technically been out for, like, what, two plus years at this point. Like, 50 bucks? Oof. Yeah, it is a lot, but it is, it's really good. <laughs> Like it's a lot of money, but it is a very well made sure remaster. Sure, uh, the, being able to play the original in sixty frames and whether you love it or hate it, the updated uh, Peter Parker model yeah. is is also a part of it. Like I played it, uh, I, I think right after Miles, I hopped back in and platinumed yeah. it all over again, and uh, it's really good. But I'm I'm kind of with you. Fifty bucks for it's steep. It's, it's, it's steep. A little, a little pricey. A little like, pricey. I, I could have understand the Marvel tax if it was 40 uh, but, like, 30 would have been enticing enough to go, well, you know what, I'll buy Miles Morales, whatever. Uh, but it is what it is, I guess. I think it's, it's, it's a bit outrageous, to be honest. That being said, the upgrade path, listen, I'm not a fan of that either, but it is just 10 bucks, And, again, just 10 bucks can to me means a whole lot to someone else so it is to me i think the bummer of the news because i'm like yeah this this should be a heck of a lot cheaper for folks but it's also sony knowing that hey listen we can if there's any ip that we could double dip on uh it's spider it's spidey it's hands down it's spidey <laughs> that said kyle i've seen a lot of uh twitter speculation okay uh-huh. and that is that this i mean Listen, Jeff Grubb said the showcase is in May, right? We're starting to see some Spider-Man related things in the beginning of May. Do you- I, I'm sorry, I'm really quickly. Yeah. You, you need to say May the correct way. It's going to be May. Thank okay. you. We yeah. can move on. No problem. <laughs> uh, in the beginning of May. Anyway, we've seen Xbox, you know, announce their showcase again for the second time right here, right now, this week. To amp people up for next month's, you know, Xbox showcase. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're getting that news? Do you think Spider-Man's the indication the showcase is coming? Take it away, Kyle. I mean, I think, yeah, the showcase is coming. Yeah. I know Jeff Grubb said May. I'm mm-hmm. going to trust Jeff Grubb. You got to trust him? I, I think it being in May still is weird, though. It is. Everything else is happening in the first two weeks of June. So why be two weeks? Why not do it around the same time everyone else is to try to win the coverage battle? Like to win the video game yeah. awesomeness that is Summer Game Fest now. Like, I mean, I don't. <laughs> and, I, and again, Xbox fans, I told you all I love you. All right. Five minutes ago. So Uh-oh. stick with me here. How Uh-oh. cute! How cute would it be for Sony to be petty, going, "Hey, ours is on June 12th. <laughs> well, it's usually right? what, a day after, right? Or the or well, I remember oh, E3 or after the showcases. Yeah, same like, day maybe afterwards. Like I remember E3, like the the was it like the first or second day was like Xbox is like somewhere like 7 p.m. our time, ESC time, and then, like, PlayStation's at 9 o'clock, and everybody forgets Xboxes because mm. the PlayStation Showcase has, let's be real, Spider-Man, Kratos, and all that good stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, You know, we always talk about who wins E3, and 
it's rarely ever Xbox. It's usually the PlayStation, you know, bias, I guess, get in the way there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, so, like, a part of me goes, I'd like to see them take the petty route. After all, like, the CMA <laughs> stuff, all, like, the You, the, you, the you want the, the here's how you share your, share your games moment again. Yeah, I just want to. <laughs> here's the thing. I want a little bit of tea. But I don't want like a, a Lulu from Activision level of T. Like I don't need yeah. like like cringy memes. I just want like vague like middle fingers. You know what I sure, mean? Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Figurative ones. Like that's that's kind of what I want to see. But no, I I think this starts the hype that is Spider Man, and I think well, that's what we're gonna get in a few weeks. I, I don't think this is the indic. I don't think these announcements are any indication that the showcase is coming soon. I think people on social media are getting antsy and excited, but oh, I think yeah. this is an indication it's, it's coming be- just because the hype cycle is starting to ramp up. So question for you. Yeah. Cause I saw a few days ago, mm-hmm. I forgot what the, maybe it was just like a, uh, what are the an earnings call or something like that? Where, where they just talk about their upcoming titles, whatever that's called. Yeah. Uh, where companies do that. And Sony said that Spider-Man 2 is slated to release in this fiscal year. Yes. Does that worry you that it's fiscal and not 2023? No, I think it is coming out 2023. I also do, but the okay. fact that they said fiscal year it gives makes them... me think that maybe it's pushed further into next year. It gives them leeway into where this game's going but any indication would kind of show i think we talked about it a few weeks back of you know the reason why rocksteady delayed suicide squad to february was rumor has it they talked to their partners at playstation because they have a marketing deal with them playstation's like hey spider-man's coming out here so a good runway for you guys to be away from the tale that is spider-man sales uh is february so to me that means i would think you know Spider-Man's coming out in the September to November range. I'm leaning more on November than anything. Okay. Yeah. I, I still I still think it's a September. Oh man. Sooner I get to play it, the absolute oh, yeah. better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That said, Unirites in the chat, I would like to mention, guys, that uh this version is becoming standalone right after leaving PlayStation Plus Extra. That is true. Um so the PlayStation 4 version left PlayStation Plus Extra. I would be I wouldn't be surprised in the next coming weeks to months that we also see this version drop on PlayStation Plus Extra. So for anybody who is currently like thinking about making the jump, I would hold off, just hold off for a bit, uh, because I think this this should be coming to PlayStation Plus Extra. But oh, Kyle, you, you had a face that wasn't. I I can't say anything. All right. I know things that I can't say anything. Oh, look at Mr. Inside Source. Ooh. I got an inside source. Okay, all right. Is it is it your uncle, Mr. Jim Ryan? Uh, no, it's actually the same uncle that works at Nintendo that everybody has. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he, he tells me things because he knows. <laughs> he, he He's like uh, Ati from Control. Oh, okay. He's a janitor for everybody, and he just hops between. <laughs> he knows everything that's going down. Green Gorilla Gamer writes, I'm getting the comic book prequel to Spider-Man 2, and I cannot wait for this. They're going to introduce the hood into their universe, which means magic could be prominent aspect of the game. 
Do we get Doctor Strange? Will the hood make an uh, uh, appearance in the game? Spider-Man PS5 is getting its own separate release as well. So Insomniac has officially got the ball rolling downhill and fast. And it all starts on my birthday. Oh, look at that. It's almost like they knew how excited I was for this that they gave me. Cough, cough. I mean, us, a free comic. Kyle. I mean, I think we'll get references to the hood, perhaps. I I I think the hood might be a um, tombstone level side mission. Good from, call. Like the original game. Yeah. Um, what I they'll they'll reference the comic stuff. Yeah. And, and then, but I don't think it's going to be a main part. But the fact that the hood is magical, maybe we are getting some really crazy things happening in, in this game. Are, are we getting an insomniac verse? What would make me very all, happy all to I see? Hear, uh-huh. All I hear when I say magic or I hear magic is <clears throat> Mysterio. Oh, Give me Mysterio. Fair enough. You know what? Dr. Strange me Mysterio. Cute and all. Give yeah. me Mysterio. Uh, Dr. Strange can wait. Give me yeah. Mysterio. Doc- yeah. Dr. Strange, <laughs> sit on the side. You're cute and all. Give us that. Give us that yeah, melon yeah. head that is. Could you imagine Mysterio? We assume Craven and Venom. Oh my god! All in the same game. Come on! Come on, dude! How? Yeah, and like, think about this, Kyle. Mysterio six. Mysterio sequences. Oh, maybe. Mysterio sequences. Oh, will be like Scarecrow, Batman, Arkham games, and with the Ratchet and Tech Clank, uh, you know, Ratchet and Clank tech behind it. Like, oh, you could yeah. get something really trippy out of the PlayStation oh, yeah. 5. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you got me. <laughs> you got me. Dr. Strange, you and your little portals can wait. Let's go Let's let's go play with, with uh, Mysterio here, because that sounds like a gosh dang fun time. What? What'd I do? Take, no, I'm just thinking, like, Dr. Strange, take that sling ring and go far away. <laughs> we want the fishbowl head, man. That's Bring right. Bring him here. Give us what we want. <laughs> you know what I want. Give it to me. <laughs> Give me what I want. All right. Kyle, it's time for our next question on the news. Take it away, sir. First bit, or the second bit of news that's being squared up is from Zermina Khan over at PS Lifestyle. Zermina writes, Sony promises not to make generic live service PS5 games. Mm. Sony has placed a heavy emphasis on the development of PS5 live service games over the past year or so, announcing that it has at least 10 live service games in the works. Fan response to the news has been largely negative, given the stigma attached to these, to these games. And it looks like the company has taken note. In a new interview, PlayStation Studios boss Herman Hulse has attempted to assuage concerns. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz, Hulse acknowledged that the mere mention of quote-unquote live service can be misconstrued, but reassured that the upcoming PS5 games will respect players' time. He went on to confirm that the PS5 games in development aren't all generic live service games and will target different genres and business models. Quote, PlayStation Studios are making a variety of games that could be referred to as live services targeting different genres, different release schedules, and at different scales, Hulst explained. We're also creating games for different audiences, and I take confidence from our track record in creating worlds and stories that PlayStation fans love, end quote. Elsewhere in the interview, Hulse explained why Sony has been acquiring studios like Haven and Firewalk that have yet to release a game. According to him, Such decisions are made on a case-by-case basis, and it all comes down to what each studio needs to, quote-unquote, grow and succeed. 
Ooh-wee. I liked a lot of what I heard from that Herman Hulse interview. I think uh, I think we're on the right track. I, uh, you know, I keep on saying this. PlayStation keeps talking about live service, and it keeps getting me not excited. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like, oh, my God. But it gets me. But those fears go away. Yeah, those fears, they start to dissipate. For, for me, because I was the one on here, I was like, yeah. it makes me worried. All these mm-hmm. live service games, not enough. I feel like there's just not enough people to support 10 yeah. live service games. And I think the one thing that he said in the games industry interview was something along the lines of like, not every single one of these games is Fortnite or Destiny 2. And we're not trying to make those games. Um, and I respect that approach. That said, Matthew Kennedy writes in, just like you can too, over on our Discord server, link down below in the description, help grow this big, beautiful community that we call home here on the Trophy Room. And they write, hyped for the next phase of your journey, a live show from you and Kyle will sure be uh, will sure to bring a great deal of energy and fun. No super specific question, but I guess it lends itself to Sony's live service strategy. Are either of you afraid of losing years off your life playing the new Last of Us live service game like yes. I am? Yes. 110%. It frightens me a great deal. It also frightens me because I will also not be able to play and will be the show as nearly as much when that comes out. Yeah. Because, like, that is, people forget, that is a PlayStation live service game for right now. Yeah. And will be the show. The way they treat that in the Diamond Dynasty mode, they are constantly updating that that thing. But And I think the, the one thing that we've seen as well, like, they have uh, the Savage Studios that are working on, you know, their mobile game. And they refer oh, yeah. to that as their you know mobile live service game so there are a lot of games that are coming out on pc playstation and mobile that playstation can you know or is trying to tell you that this is their live service game they're trying to lay it out in front of you that yeah not every game is 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 a Fortnite, and not every game is you know going to be a, a destiny or call of duty killer quote unquote like we were afraid of last week you know it is something that is going to be different. It's We're putting our mark on it. And who knows if live service really means it's going to be supported in the next 10 years, right? This could be something that's supported for multiple years. They don't need to have a, you know, 10-year-plus roadmap to it. Like, you know, Bungie's been pretty pretty committed of ending Destiny one day. Like, they're not, yeah. they're, they're not here to just say, hey, you know destiny's here forever they've i think they've put a time frame at around like 2025 the game is going to start sunsetting so you know part and they've of, been ramping up work on a, on announcing too yeah i think it's like project matter if i'm not mistaken yeah. so like you know there's a lot of things in the pipeline here that kind of quell my concerns of what sony is is getting into and i don't want to you know again beat the dead horse here as we've repeated numerous times but to see the various different projects or, or to hear the various different projects that are at work, uh, get me excited. And I think not every one of these are going to be a success story. I don't think all of them are going to be a success. I don't think a lot of them are. I think they're going to try to find out which, which, um, you know, kind of monetizational method works best for their live service games. So you're going to see some free-to-play stuff, for sure. You're going to see some games that cost some moolah right off the bat, and they are all testing the waters to see what works and see what doesn't, i.e., you know, PlayStation All-Stars. Or, or, or Sorry. Yeah, right? Was it? No, not but PlayStation All-Stars. Battle Royale? Oh, my God. 
the the, the card game. I'm I'm totally blanking. All stars, destruction all stars. Oh. Look at me. <laughs> I'm smelling toast, y'all. Y'all are yelling in your radios, yelling at your computer screens. Joe, <laughs> you. Be, I mean, it goes to tell. But I, yeah, this. this I, I also was. I didn't know where you were going, so I feel like I was going a little crazy. Eh, it's all right. It's all good. I'll blame it on the pollen. It's too high, and I don't like it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anything uh, you'd like to add, or would you like to get on to the next story? Because no, ooh, I, we I, we're breaking I t- sales here. I, I uh, uh, touched on it before. Like this does quell my fears of having yeah. too many live service things, and also just confirming that it's okay for me to not play everything. Yeah, even though I probably am going to try to. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. If 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 out of the ten or so, like I'm excited for three of them. That's a huge win for me personally. Yeah. And uh, if I'm excited about one of them, like the Last of Us game, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, but like you know, for me, I I take comfort in the fact that this podcast, knowing like I know you're not the multiplayer guy, I am. So like I mm-hmm. I'll play all the the doodads. You don't have to worry about that. I know I'm not the sports guy. You are. So you're the one out there playing the MLB the show. So like yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see, and especially when we get to, um, you know, the trailers, which we'll talk about in a bit, the the movie Ooh. and shows. You know, I don't expect to be watching every one of these. I don't know yet, but mm. I, you know, I I don't think we always have to watch the the PlayStation thing because it's PlayStation. Some things can maybe look unappealing. You could just walk away going, "Eh, it's not for me," but I'm glad it's something here. Or else, this podcast will devolve into, "Hey, you know, a three hour podcast where we're talking about ten live service games." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle, let's take it away. Let's get to the next story on the news. Uh, Zarmina Khan, also from PS, PS Lifestyle, wrote again uh, in Scrap the News section, uh, PS5 console sales and exclusive games continue to break records. Sony Corporation announced its financial results for fiscal year 2022, which ended on March 31st, revealing record-breaking sales of PS5 hardware and exclusives. In the last quarter alone, 6.3 million PS5s were shipped pushing the overall unit sold in 2022 to 19.1 million. Since launch, Sony has shipped 38.4 million PS5s. PS5 sales complemented by first-party exclusives in PS Plus. Uh, 6.3 million is the highest number of consoles Sony, or any platform holder for that matter, has shipped in the fourth quarter of a financial year, thanks in no small part to the supply situation improving. PS5 is now only lagging behind the PS4 by 1.6 million units on a time-aligned basis. The current-gen console is poised to surpass its predecessor. Sony also revealed that God of War Ragnarok was, quote-unquote, a huge hit for the company. Mm. Sales of first-party games grew 41% year-on-year in fiscal year of 2022. The company went on to reassure investors that Marvel's Spider-Man 2 is on track for release this year, which is expected to push sales even further. PlayStation Plus subscription numbers have also improved with a 2.16% increase since the third quarter. PS Plus now has 47.4 million subscribers. Elsewhere, Sony reaffirmed its commitment to developing new IP and releasing PC ports of first-party games. Yeah. So this is a whole huge report. And I don't, you know, we don't usually talk about the sales numbers all too much, only when it's hitting milestones. And I think this one, this one's an important milestone because playstation yeah. it's official has uh, sold more pieces of home ha- hardware than anyone combined I, I, or sorry not uh, not combined sorry anyone out there their competition mm-hmm. they've sold over 500 million consoles 
worldwide in their lifetime. That's huge. Now, that being said as well, Kyle, and this is where it gets kind of interesting, is that unit sales for games are down. And PlayStation, both PlayStation, Activision, and a few others have kind of said that the $70 price tag is kind of hurting them a bit, but they're not too phased by it because monetarily that extra $10 gives them a whole lot more revenue. So though unit sales are down, the revenue is higher than ever because of that extra 10 bucks. But, you know, to me, overall, great news if you're PlayStation as things are looking up and up. I want to know, though, Kyle, for you, do you think the $70 thing, do you think that is solely the reason as to why games aren't selling as much? Or do you think it maybe has to do with like, you know, people going back, you know, to work, you know, COVID, um, the, the pandemic, you know, seemingly ending as it were. I just think it's because everything else is increasing in price. Yeah. <laughs> just like everyday necessities. So like, uh, you know, I, I go to the, the bagel shop to get an egg sandwich and they have a thing on there. Like our prices are increasing because our, egg distribu- distributor we used to be able to buy it at like i don't know five dollars a yeah. dozen whatever or a, or like 20 bucks a crate or yeah. whatever ridiculous thing was and it was like now it's over 200 dollars. like Oof. whoa okay i, I understand it. yeah i so mean like, eggs I, are, are a hotter commodity than playstations at this point right now it really is yeah, yeah. there's gonna be scalpers on ebay selling eggs <laughs> <laughs> the bots see- are the bots are taking over <laughs> Yeah, the bots are like, all right, listen, PlayStation didn't work. The sales are cooling off. Egg prices, let's go to our nearest Costco. Eglin's best jumbo <laughs> eggs? Yep. Kirkland? $30. Buy the crate load. <laughs> and they're just yeah. sitting on their throne of just plastic cardboard boxes. Yeah, the egg cartons, they yep. just make a throne, a whole castle out of it all. Um, I, yeah, I think it's just other real life necessities. Are increasing in price and i think that's why game sales are down a little bit i yeah. mean games have always been relatively expensive as yeah. a hobby um so I, I it doesn't it doesn't shock me i'm at shocked all. at how well it's still holding up knowing that people are yeah going back to work and yeah like everything is more expensive as we're heading out of a pandemic and like seemingly into like this weird global recession question mark asterisk Right. So yeah. to me, though, I would love to see all games be 50 and 60 bucks. I oh, don't yeah. think the 10 bucks is is necessarily the reason as to everything's just more expensive at this current yeah. point in time. Can, you know, can I, late game, can I late you game capitalism. Gotta love it, folks. What? Who at Sony was scared that God of War Ragnarok isn't going to be a huge hit? <laughs> Why is that not such a shocking thing? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's just something that they can pump their chest to. You know? I mean, sure, but when, when they write, like, they also revealed that Ragnarok was a quote-unquote huge hit. No, duh. <laughs> and water is wet. It's like how exactly. that should have ended. Yeah, 110%. 110%. All right, Kyle, this is your segment, so take it away. Uh, welcome to the media tab where PlayStation is going outside of the controller and into your eyeballs only. <laughs> that got weird. It got fast. weird. And honestly, really strong start. And then, like, really bizarre at the end but i appreciate hey, it listen listen we're live anything can happen baby <laughs> that's right uh twisted metal and grand turismo trailers are out and we have thoughts yeah Joe, yep. what's the issue you you put we, are you uh trepidatious about these because i'll start i mean here's I love the, thing. the vibe of both of them 
Savoy Prime writes, were you guys expecting Gran Turismo to end up looking like it's going to be an entertaining movie? The trailer was pretty darn good. It Okay, I agree. The trailer is pretty darn good. I'm way more excited to see that movie than I did before. I feel like the trailer showed us the whole movie, though. Yes. From yes, start yes, to yes. finish. I got the full through line story. Mm-hmm. I think the premise is interesting. I don't, I'm not convinced by the main lead at all. Um, I think someone mm. watched Ford versus Fiari and there was just like, we could do this, but video game, right? Um, what is based on that tester thing? Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not as sold as okay. what people are Can't, hyping it up to be. It's like, my, this looks my, really good. I'm like, the Need for Speed movie had Aaron Paul in it at his height. Okay. I, I, I do I do think it looks fun. I am excited to see it. I do think it gives the, the, away the whole thing. The other negative of that trailer, mm-hmm. and I, I'll ask you and, and people in chat, people listening at home, mm-hmm. you know, tweet at us, hop in our Discord, tell us if I'm wrong here. Okay. Are you also just a little tad bit upset of David Harbour just trashing on gamers okay and that trailer? was that was the other one that was the other point i mean it's like oh man you got off your lazy ass yeah. and you touched grass oh, you, you walked on some asphalt but you guys don't do that every day often. oh yeah you just play with your little hands and your fingers you got a little way more intense you can't handle this you yeah what the sunlight's hitting your skin for the first time exactly it, that, that was weird and then like there was like some guy at a club like they, they argue with like Hey man, you know this ain't points. I can. Re- this is real yeah, life. Exactly. No, I think that was also David Harbor. <laughs> yeah, I think David Harbor is like on four chance cyberbullying people. <laughs> I don't think that's a good look for I, adapting just, video games into a movie. I it just the thing that had me with the trailer. This is me nitpicking. I get it, but how many times are you going to say video game, video game gamer stuff? Oh, oh you yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he can't drive a car. He's a video gamer. Yeah. Like, oh, this isn't just about the high score. This is real life. You could yeah. die. Like, uh, I mean, listen, I like the one line he said. He's like, listen, you make a mistake, you can you can reload or whatever, right? That's great. Yeah. That's, that's Everything all else you need. Was, was way too much. It's a little bit extra. And that's my bit. fear here. It's a little bit too extra. A little bit. That said, it's I... It's also a Gran Turismo movie, so like... Okay. There's not like a story and narrative for them to build upon. Right. So they had to do it somehow. They could do... So I think... <laughs> Peacock is going to be the best place for this show to succeed because oh, it's you're talking Peacock. about Twisted Metal now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's Peacock and they don't have too many like worthwhile shows, right? Let's be honest. They have WWE. Right. Um so I think this is going to be a a big hit for him, I think. Everything points to it. Anthony Mackie is a yeah. is a huge star. He's great and all. Will Arnett is is uh is uh is voicing uh what's his face? Oh my god. The clown What's up with sweet me? Tooth? Yeah, sweet tooth. There you go. I was gonna and say Samoa Joe tooth. is the the actual yeah. It's physical person. It's wacky. It's kooky. I get the vibe. That's what twisted metal is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm more positive on that. But even then, I'm like, it's Peacock. How much budget do they really have here? But mm-hmm. I'm I'm cautious to see because they do on Peacock. I I know. Not with some certainty, but like they're more focused on comedy, and this seems like it is oh, exactly yeah. that. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about that one. Yeah, but I I, yeah. I do think it hits the vibe of what I expected Twisted Metal Show to be. 
Uh, although I do wish it was a little bit more darker, like a yeah. twisted metal black, because that's my favorite twisted metal. Yeah. Um, but who knows? It could be a fun time. I love Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Uh, Will I like Will Arnett? I know that might be a little controversial. I feel like a lot of people aren't no. super. Why, why? Who hates on Will I Arnett? I, I've heard. I've heard some people say he's he's too he's too goofy. He he's not. He's just Job from Arrested Development. That's no, all. he's more than that. He's more than I Job. agree. I love Will Arnett, but uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I, love all my, I love all my children. <laughs> I don't care for Job. <laughs> Arrested Development's a good show, everybody. So Please good. watch it. So good. Less well, easy, you don't have to. Yeah, the rest of else. <laughs> so good. Absolutely. But yeah, so I, I, I love Will Arnett. I think he has the voice that's made for Twisted Metal, so I'm I'm excited. Also, I was talking to, to to my best friend who isn't a gamer whatsoever, and she was just like, dude, you see the Twisted Metal cheeser? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know Twisted Metal is this hard I into also, the, the culture. I love yeah. the uh, the color vibes, too. Yeah. Like the homing missiles from the game, which are purple, or you get the purple smoke and stuff going on in the background, and yeah. it looks like a chaotic good time. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna see. It's not again. It's not la- like neither of these things are last of us level. Cautiously optimistic. That being yeah. said, though, I will say the Gran Turismo previews. People have watched some of it. They're saying it's actually legitimately really good. Oh, sweet. So, all right. Um, I think there's that of cinema festival. They showed like 15 minutes of it. Then I go, oh, this is this is pretty darn yeah. good. So, I'm looking to be proven wrong here. Yeah. I'm looking. And hopefully I find it. Or, or like, again, if you don't want to go to the theaters to watch it, watch the trailer. Yeah. You'll get it. You'll get it. You, go, you know, if you die in this game, you die for real. You know that, right? All right, David. All right. Why, wild if we go see that movie mm-hmm. and he actually does die. That's how the movie ends. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. It's like the Marvel thing. They, they do stuff in trailers that yeah. are different from what's in the movie. It's true. They make us think that he's going to win, right? <laughs> You and go to like, the movie theater, he crashes and burns so bad. David Harbour just turns to Orlando Bloom going, well, uh, well his uh, controller disconnected. <laughs> he's like really he smug. ran out of lives. He's really smug. He's like, well, uh, you guess I, you could say I told you so. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. The DJ Hercules 89 writes, with the recent success of video games uh, to either movies or TV shows, do you think that this could be the next niche movie producers and TV producers tag onto like they did for comic books? Uh, what would you, sorry, and would you rather see your favorite video games movies go the animated route or live action? Now, interesting enough here, DJ, Sony has said, PlayStation Productions has said that some of their movie plans are in animation. So that excites me quite a bit. Cause yeah, I think like movies like the gravity rush movie that's in production. Absolutely. That's going to be, that's going to be animated, right? Like I could see PlayStation productions going to the Sony animation arm going, Hey, what can you do for us for a, you know, I don't know, a a ratchet and clank movie or, you know, a sack boy film or whatever the case may be. Mm. Uh, What can you do for us here? And, and, and making something special out of it. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, with the Mario movie making a billion dollars at the box office, mm-hmm. yes, they are, everybody's looking at the, at, at video game IP right now, like they're the next books for sure. Oh, 1000%. Yeah. Um, 
I'm a little bit, I kind of want it all to be live action. Okay. Just because like games are already in that animated kind of format to oh, me. Oh, fair. Yeah. So like I want to see it look a little bit different visually. That's why I was never super excited to go see the Ratchet and Clank movie cuz yeah. it just was like I'd rather just play the game right. uh, than see That's the fair. movie. But uh if they if they do something really cool like I know you've talked about it. I know a million other people talked about it, and I haven't watched the Netflix show. But you give me a Bloodborne animated show in the style of Castlevania on Netflix. Come on now. <laughs> as much as I would love to see that in live action, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I would myself. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And it's not what you thought. And I'm not going to poop myself. Now you can start, you know, drawing oh, conclusions boy. on that board. <laughs> Oh boy, we're live. Anything can happen. That's here. right. That's right. We could get real nuts with it. So no, yeah, I'm excited to see what the future holds for PlayStation Productions. All that good stuff. Yeah. I'm not excited about the near future, Kyle, and it's about this next story. So let's take it away. Yeah. Sammy Barker over at Push Square writes: PlayStation Five Pro is "quote unquote" 100 happening. Says reliable report. News of impending PlayStation hardware has been percolating for a while now, with the reliable Tom Henderson indicating Sony has multiple projects in the works. The prospect of a PS5 Pro launching next year, no less, seems the most exciting to us, although the PlayStation faithful seem split on the issue. Mm. It's looking like we'd all better get used to the idea, as Henderson has doubled down, even committing to a broad release timeline, which is not something you do off the back of a single source. Considering his track record with the and with unequivocal... Oh my god. You got this. Unequivocal language, like quote-unquote insider gaming, can report with a 100% degree of certainty that the PlayStation 5 Pro is currently in development. We are preparing our spare pennies in anticipation. While specifics remain relatively sparse, insider gaming expects the PS5 Pro to release in quarter four of 2024. Further, they understand the dev kits will be sent to first-party developers like Naughty Dog and Insomniac within the coming months, with third-party devs receiving them by year's end. Listen, I know we've been saying it over and over again, right? That like, hey, you know, if this is the way we get them, like if this is the way we, let me backtrack here. We've been saying for months that, sorry, my, my brain just exploded. You disassociated for a second. I disassociated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've been saying for months we don't want this, right? Mm-hmm. That we've been saying like, it's like the generation just started. It's it's taken long enough, and listen, understandably so, because of all the things that are going around the world. Um, but, you know, we just got these machines, it seems. We don't necessarily need a pro version because we're not tapping into the hardware, at least it's seeming like we're not tapping into the hardware of of this these consoles. Like, I feel like, yeah. Just getting started. It, it's just getting started at the same exact time. A lot of these consoles don't offer 4k 60. And at this point, if this is what it takes to get a stable 4k 60 frames per second, Kyle, I, I think I'm going to bite the bullet. Oh, I'm definitely going to get a pro. Yeah. What 1, do you think it's going to look like though? It's going to be enormous. You know, the flaps. Oh God. They're just straight. Oh God. They just, they just straightened say the out flaps. a little bit. Just say the plates. Yeah, they're the flaps. Come on. Oh flaps. God. All right. They just straightened about a little bit. That's all. Maybe okay. make it a little bit shorter. Um, yeah. Like, is it unnecessary? Sure. By the time it does come out though. Yeah. If, if that's true, 2024 Q4, it'll be four years. So uh, of the PS5. So it's not like it's, 
new new right okay. like it's it, it's been four years and they're just trying to keep up make the the end of the ps5 life cycle even look even brighter and better than it already does so it doesn't it's not the end all be all the ps5 base is still gonna be stellar yeah. like i i just think of like the ps4 right fair less yeah. was part two ghost of Tsushima. how beautiful those games were how loud PS4. that play, that PlayStation was running when you were playing the, them. Oh, the fan for sure was very, mm-hmm. very loud. Mm-hmm. But it could still run on the base thing. Yeah. And if you wear some earplugs, it's fine. <laughs> but, like, Pro will be there for the for the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, for the hard, hardcore, yeah. Exactly. And I just hope GameStop's still around so I can trade in my PS5 <laughs> towards the Pro. I mean, listen. That's the only way I'm going to get it. I, I, I can't hate, you know, I can't hate on the idea like Queen of the Valkyries uh, writes in here uh, on the YouTube chat going, the PlayStation 5 Pro is a bad idea and I'm not buying it full price. I understand that. Like, there are oh, so yeah. many people that are just getting their hands on a PlayStation 5 that, like, uh, I, even a year from now, it seems like it's a little bit too soon for one of these. And mm. for it to say, hey, you need to go out there and buy this more expensive piece of hardware. Maybe it's 500 bucks and they knock the, the you know, the regular PlayStation 5 down, uh, you know, a, a couple of bucks. Even then, it's just like it, we shouldn't be having to pay this price for games to run at stable frame rates. We should. Agreed. So on one side, I know that they got me host of a playstation show uh-huh. and lover of all things you know highest of quality uh i get it i mean i'm part of the problem i'm the oled boy i bought a playstation 5 uh or sorry i bought a playstation 4 pro i bought an xbox what was it one x or whatever and i barely even use that thing i just oh, like having yeah. the best of the best so like yeah i get it they got me i'm not but i'm not thrilled with it one bit do you think they'll add any like other functionality to the pro other than just have it be able to run more? Like, do we get a proper quick resume on a PS5 Pro? Oh, making some features. I can see PlayStation being that arrogant to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, like they, this they is they a console the, that has. Bo- what is. Why do. Again, I don't know. Uh, quick resume is possible because of what? The architecture of the system? The sure. SSD power, yeah. whatever it is. What if they just include that in the pro and then, like, hey. We have quick resume too. Uh, like, add some features that maybe like their competition has. A, like, they yeah, can, they can use as selling points here. That's it. A, sucks. It sucks. But you know what? You, you're sounding like a suit, and it scares me because it also, also makes perfect sense in a succession like world. And what also world. scares me is this PS5 Pro. Yeah. You know what? I'll guarantee it does not have. What's that? A disc drive. And that makes me <laughs> sad. <laughs> I'm going to be forced to buy that detachable disc drive. That's right. That's right. One Ugh. of us, Kyle. One of us. No. All no. right, fine. All right, Kyle. It's time for some flash news. Gotta run. Gotta go fast. Oh my god, Kyle. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I love how so many people watching live. That's probably the first time they've watched this go fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh wow, they really do. They really move their arms. <laughs> we go. We're moving. Uh, yeah. Armor Core Six, baby. The trailer has released. Out August 25th, they have two special editions. Kyle, I've never played an Armored Core in my life, but I know Same. ever since uh, Demon Souls that From Software has never missed, and they will continue not to miss because Miyazaki is the one true lord and savior. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing like putting a game on the highest of pedestals. That's right. If... A, a type of game you've never played before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. But Miyazaki, everything he could turn water into wine, my man. Uh, oh, man. Of course, this is this is not for Miyazaki. Of course, he's producing it. He's overseeing it. Yep. Um, but this is from, if I'm not uh, if I'm not mistaken, the producers yeah, and directors from- of. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, so, it is from you're correct. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 amped for this. <laughs> I'm amped for yeah. this. I saw the trailer, and you could definitely see Armor Core is taking a lot of notes from previous from software games akin to like you know your Dark Souls or your you know your 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 Elden Ring style of like combat of how we're approaching enemies, but it seems. And it was giving me, Kyle, a bit of Returnal vibes as well. How you're like dodging missiles, dodging the attacks. You're kind of strafing mm-hmm. left and right. Kind of akin to like how you're fighting bosses in Returnal. It kind of just has that arcadey feel to it that I'm I'm in. Can I can I be uh, 100% honest with you? Be Aretha Franklin with me, Kyle. I don't know if it's me getting older. Oh, right Jesus next Christ. week's show is my, uh, will actually be my birthday oh well, well recording live will be the day before my birthday yeah when everyone listens to audio wise it'll be my yeah. birthday i'm turning 36 maybe Oof. my eyes are going bad there's too much metal on metal i'm having i'm i am <laughs> trying to distinguish what is what it's like i'm watching a michael bay transformers movie All right, fair. i i I don't know if I can handle it. I'll be I'll be the um uh the office bit of Jim Halpert playing that that game yeah. in the in the uh, uh what office was it? It doesn't matter. Uh, the Connecticut offices? Yeah, where yeah. he's just in the corner just yeah. looking at the ceiling. That'd be me. They were literally they were playing Call of Duty uh Oh, there you go. PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, that show's so good. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm excited though. I'm excited. Like you said I'm I may well, I'm a uh new from software fan. Um, a mech game I could be into seeing what it's like but I I don't think it's going to be a day one for me oh 100% guys uh, gang in the chat uh, you know go on your twitters if you're listening to the show I want to know do I splurge on the special edition there's it's It's $220 no no this one's 200 okay I'm a reasonable man it sure. looks really cool. There's like a four hundred or like five hundred dollar one. That's that's crazy. It comes like in a case, like a silhouette. That's a little nuts. But and I need to also preface this. I've have every single collector's edition since Bloodborne when it comes to from oh. software. So like the, there the, is the Sekiro one too. Yeah, I have the Sekiro one. It's up there. Oh, yeah, it's okay. up there. He's, he's looking. He's looking real cute. Yeah, <laughs> and they got Millennia. Right, right behind me, but you can't see that. Yeah, that's yeah. there. I'm Sweet. because here's the thing: I'm not an Armor Core guy, but I have complete faith in From Software, and that should show you how much faith they have in me. How much of a how much a, faith From have in you? I'm sorry, I have in From. Oh, okay. Vice versa. We're on a we're on a we're on a. I was about to say that there Miyazaki's just sitting in From Software. It's like, all right, that Mister Badman. Yeah. Exactly. I that have faith in him fool. that he's gonna he's gonna carry this armor core. Right I have faith that he's gonna make a terrible <laughs> financial decision. Because <laughs> here's the thing, we could have a poll up. We're gonna pull a poll up on Twitter, okay? For over the next forty eight hours, if you're listening to this, go for it. Even if it's like majority stakes of like no, don't get it. There is a good chance I'm getting it. There's a good chance, and I'm scared of it. You know? Ooh wee, ooh wee. All right, Kyle. Next bit of flash news 
It's Star Wars X Fortnite. And uh, yeah, so May the 4th is here. I think there's also some skins on uh, Rocket League. I forgot to put that in the yep. notes. So like some uh, sp- All the droids. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now, Kyle, uh, again, <laughs> we should have a segment. Joe makes some poor financial decisions. I bought all the skins. I love Fortnite. I had a lot of V-Bucks uh, just laying around. It's and now here's the cool thing. Over the next few weeks, they have like a mini battle pass. You buy for ten bucks, get your stormtrooper, you work your way up to Maul. Then in the shop, they have Anakin, they have Padme, uh, and gentlemen. All right, listen. It's also midriff Padme, and if you know me and you were growing up as a kid, midriff Padme turned you into a man. So just saying, putting that out there, this cool sh- clone troopers. Maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud. Maybe I shouldn't have said it. No, live, no, that's but- not what I'm saying. Oh, I- I'm I'm just sitting here like you always yell at me for poor financial things, and here you are buying skins. Sure, maybe I spent for- 30 or 40 bucks. Oh my god, I love Star Wars. <laughs> I'm- I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I'm oh a... my god! I need to gift that out. Take that clip out of JoJo. I love Star Wars. Misa loves it. Misa can't get enough. It's like the 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 clip of Mike that took me when I said I don't have any money that people have been using. I I need that clip of you just to use whenever I see a Star Wars. Fair enough. I like Star Wars. <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? Uh, Kyle, uh, let's. Uh, you, you bring up this this next bit of. Uh... Oh yeah, um, nothing, nothing news. crazy. Uh, but I saw that uh, Housemark, the team behind Returnal, um, a wonderful addition to PlayStation Studios, they have increased their team size um, uh, for their next PS5 game. Uh, so I believe it said it was they're now over a hundred devs. Yeah, um, hundred and ten of uh, if, if. Yeah, I'm so they correct. are working on whatever's next after Returnal, and I'm going to speak for Joe. We can't wait. Can't I, wait. Man, I am so excited to see what they do. It also highlights how big, again, that acquisition of Firewalk is. That studio starts at 150 yeah. and are getting influx of cash through PlayStation. Uh-huh. So, again, it, not the Square Enix acquisition. Everybody, you know, nope. fantasizes over, but it is a large uh, acquisition indeed. Again, yeah. asterisks, exclamation point, whatever you need to do. It's a sizable. There you go. Not large. It's sizable. Yeah, it's sizable. Hey, Kyle, have you seen this? Oh. Have you heard about this? PlayStation. Oh, really quickly. Thank you, Fuji, uh, in the chat. What's that? Uh, she, she made the clip. So we oh. got it. <laughs> God bless. God bless. <laughs> I can't believe they could do that here. Oh, God. I'm nervous now for the future. Maybe we shouldn't do a live show. Kyle, PlayStation VR 2 available at local retailers very soon. Sony has announced this comes from PlayStation Lifestyle. Uh, their PlayStation VR 2 headsets will soon be available from local retailers in addition to PlayStation Direct. Previously, players in the US, UK, France, Germany, Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg, which is just a little city. It's just so it's small. Tiny. It's right between the Spain and the Is France. that their accent? Uh, maybe. Did you look that up beforehand just to make sure? Uh, maybe the last show was a mistake. The PlayStation Store was the only place where users could buy the PlayStation VR 2. When will the PlayStation VR 2 be available for local retailers? Well, Sony didn't offer an official date when players can be uh, able to walk in and purchase a PlayStation VR 2 headset from local retailers in those listed countries. However, 
UK retailers alike of game uh, are saying that they will have some in stock for May 12th. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. Get your hands on this beautiful piece of technology. Yes. God bless. I'm excited. And those numbers are going to go up. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. People can stop saying how it's a failed thing. Yes. It's it's just now hitting everywhere for people to, to actually pick up. All right, Kyle. It is time for a little segment called Quick Play, but let's put a slash through right through it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? Are you playing something? with my game. Yeah. All I wrote right, it in the fine. doc. Can you just ignore it? Go for it. What have you been talking about? Oh, I've been playing this little indie game. Do you hear this? <laughs> Usually he edits this out of the weekly show of him being condescending to me, so I'm so <laughs> happy. The live show, you can finally see That's what right. how awful So he toxic. <laughs> Take it away. Uh, 10 seconds tops and will be the show i'm getting i'm not having a whole lot of fun cheaters. the last few weeks it, it's not just cheaters it's just their matchmaking system mm. uh when it comes to their battle royale mode um mm-hmm. and uh events mode where they just rank they match up with everybody and i'm running into the people i watch on youtube who are just gods oh. and like I can't pitch to them because mm-hmm. no matter what I do, they're going to hit it for a home run. They they just like they are perfect at, and I'm I'm getting frustrated. So I'm purposely going to wait till Friday to hop back in, give Fair. myself a few days as a reset point. Yeah. But the game I want to talk about talk is about an it. indie game okay. that I've heard so many people say this is one of the best indie games of the year. It could be. Oh. It's a game called Dredge. Okay, I don't know I've if heard, you're familiar with this. I've heard it's like a lot of, this game's a lot of genres in one. But it involves yeah, fishing? Somewhat. It's So it is a fishing game. Okay. Talk to um, me about it. Uh, where it's, it's, the fishing part of it is all minigame-esque. Where it's very much like uh, the quick time meter stuff. Where you have mm-hmm. to click the cursor in the certain parts of the meter to fish. Uh, and then when you get the fish or you uh, dredge things up from the ocean, like uh, um, materials or um, valuables like rings, earrings and stuff that you find in treasure, uh, it turns into like the RE4 inventory Ooh. Tetris kind of thing where you have to make sure everything fits in the right spot. <clears throat> uh, you have to like if you take hull damage or things break, um, then you have to repair it. And it's not just like a very simple fishing thing. Like, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. But what Dredge does great is when it, it becomes nighttime. Mm-hmm. You, uh, uh, your your character, you as the player, you start panicking because mm. fog rolls in. You start seeing things. Uh, very like these monstrous fish come after you and attack you that okay. aren't out in the daytime. And there's this mystery of like, why is this happening? Hmm. Why are why are these? Because when you you don't just get like regular old like cod or salmon or whatnot. Right. Every once in a while, you could pull up. Uh, I believe they're called aberrations. Okay. Uh, where they're like mutated, yeah. monstrous mutant fish. Like something's wrong with them, and you're like, what is going? What's happening? Here? So it's sounding <laughs> like it's a fishing horror game. It very much is. Oh, it wow. very much is, and okay. it's got a very cool uh, artistic style to it. It's mm-hmm. like a watercolor kind of thing going on. Um, it's excellent. I beat it. It's like I beat it in like ten hours. Um, 
not going for the plat. Too hard because too difficult. It's not too hard. It's just it's a lot of fishing, (laughs) (laughs) and and there's like 200 species of fish, Mm. and you have to. One of the trophies is you have to get all the fish. Okay, and I don't know if I'm about that life right now, Um, but it's excellent. It's excellent. Anyone who's into horror, anyone who enjoys fishing in a game, this is 1,000 percent up your alley. All right, look at yeah. for you people, for you, for you weirdos out there that love the fishing mechanics and games, <laughs> we got one just for you, which is I that, like. Is, is that not you? You don't like a good fishing minigame? <sighs> like there have been some that like appeal to me. Like off the top of my head, like the World of Warcraft one, really easy. Uh, Fortnite one, very easy as well. Like the easy ones that don't take a lot of time, I'm uh, into. Okay. But, Typically, I kind of avoid those, if I'm honest. This one's got that that kind of hook to it where there was a mission, right, to advance the story. Mm-hmm. And I just completely sidetracked that, and I was just fishing to oh, sell right. for money and then to upgrade my boat. Yeah. And, like, I fell into that loop for a good five hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I, I was just, like, I'm enjoying that kind of satisfying kind of thing to it, and and trying to uncover what the world is because it's doing the thing that I thought I hated in games. And now I'm kind of like enjoying it where they're like, here, go. Yeah. Explore. Like you have the whole ocean and you have a grid base, grid based map and go to that island over there and see what's going on. And there's some old guy there just chilling. You talk to him and he gives you lore or, oh, there's buying? a shipwreck, a shipwreck over here that you can. Uh, uh, press X and investigate the campsite and investigate the ship and find really cool resource materials or, or valuables or whatnot. Okay. It's very, very cool. So it, I think it's like $20, $24, if you want the DLC. So I was like, cool. The DLC is coming out soon. And, and I'm like, yeah, why not? So it's definitely worth it. All right. All right. Maybe I'll give it a go. Maybe I'll give it a go like in the summer months because Kyle, yeah. I've been playing this little game. I don't know if uh-huh. you've heard about it. Called Jedi Star Wars. Jedi Survivor. I like a Star Wars. <laughs> I like a Star Wars. What can I say? Uh, code provided by EA, of course. Thank you all for your generosity over there. Um, and it, I mean, I'm a broken record. If there's one thing I love more in this world, it's it's Star Wars. Um, this is my favorite IP. This is this is home to me for so many reasons. It's 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 something that I don't even have a first memory of. It's just always been there. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk about the performance. So I've seen two patches of this game so far. Um, and I'll be honest, the first time I played it uh, right before the game released, but had the day one patch to it, um, I was concerned so much. You so played that, on PS5, right? And I played it on PS5, correct. I was concerned because, yeah, there was a lot of texture popping. Yes, there was a lot of frame rate dips. And I was thinking to myself, if this is going to be the whole game, I don't know how long I have for this game, right? Like, you know, I may hold out playing the rest of it because I don't want the performance to tarnish what I love about not just Star Wars, but the Jedi series like Jedi Fallen Order is hands down one of the greatest Star Wars games ever. I think only akin to like Knights of the Old Republic. And 
I was concerned. Luckily enough for me, and I can only speak to my experience, the performance levels out after the first level, which I think is pretty bizarre because usually it's the later levels that, you know, get a little rocky. Here I found that the first planet, which no spoilers, uh, by the way, at all to any of this, mm -hmm. is where I found the rockiest performance. After the second patch that I've experienced, I myself have seen L the frame rate stabilized dramatically. So before there was, uh, I will say a lot of pop in. Now there's, I haven't seen it much pop in that I've experienced in my playthrough, but early on, yes, there was quite a bit. That being said, there is a quality mode, which I recommend all players play. That's where you're going to probably get the most stable frame rate, but it's not this most stable 30 FPS. If you're near waterfalls, which luckily this game consists of many things that aren't waterfalls, uh, you're going to notice frame rate drops. If you're on performance mode, you're going to notice some frame rate dips and some stutters for sure. That being said, though the performance is not great, it's not good. It's all right at this very point as of playing it. Um, I'm later on in the game, and I have not experienced any more of those issues. Great. But if you're on PC, I've heard it's a way different story. I've seen people on Xbox saying, yeah, this has crashed my, my, my Xbox, all that jazz. I have not had, uh, or sorry, I've only had one crash, and I didn't lose any progress. So performance isn't great. I'm going to be the first one to admit that, but it is not taking away from the fact that I think I'm playing my favorite star wars game ever this awesome. like again like i, I and i think we're, we're we we're overemphasizing at least i feel that we're overemphasizing that this game's running a little hot because for the most part again i notice a frame rate dip here or there but it's not taking me out of the experience at all because this mm. is giving me the jedi fantasy that i've always wanted that i thought fallen order gave me and I really don't even know where to start. First, I'll start at the story. As what I've played so far, I've played 30 hours of this game. The story is taking me places that I want to go. I'm really interested of where they're going with it. I'm interested of the characters that are, are, are changing before our eyes, the journeys that they're taking, the arcs that they're, they're on. Um, the story is very different from what we know of a Star Wars IP. And it's kind of refreshing in that way, as of right now. That being said, uh, as much as I really enjoy the story, it's all about the combat here, which yet again, Respawn has hit it out of the park. The thing that this game does so great is it doesn't depower you off the gate. Most of the abilities that you have in Fallen Order are just carried on through here, especially the platforming elements, the traversal okay. elements, stay. You so it doesn't do the thing like <clears throat> uh, like the character, like Kratos, right, in Ragnarok, where forgot all the moves. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't do that? You have no. everything? You have oh, most God. of the things. You have okay. most of the things. Okay. And when it comes to those traversal elements, this game does play a lot like God of War in a sense where it's like, here's this battle room and then here's this traversal hall, here's this puzzle, and then here's this uh -huh. battle room. But the way that they, they go about the traversal elements, it doesn't feel slow. 
Like, I think they looked at games like Horizon. They looked at games like Fall uh, of, of God of War and going, yeah, PlayStation was a little bit too heavy-handed on the hint system. This one, they'll tell you right off the gate, hey, do you want hints? And even when you say yes, it, you know, right off the gate, they don't just... Cal's not just talking to himself, right? Going, I think if you move this lever here, it'll... No, you're figuring out by yourself not every platform is you know has a yellow marker going hey jump and hang off this thing and jump here they have some accent marks for sure but i was gonna say do they have some sort of visual language to kind of help you they do but it's okay. not up front in your face so much right. so it does feel like you're exploring something now sometimes that's for better or for worse sometimes i get yeah. lost and i'm like i really like just 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 god damn it just tell me yeah kyle stevenson from the trophy um, raise your hand uh, just because you you're mentioning getting lost in traversal and whatnot. Yeah. Joe. Yes. Is the map any better than Fallen Order? Yes. So let me talk oh, about that God. for a second. Um, the traversal elements. It's not like we're just climbing, getting from one section. We're jumping off walls. We're doing ju double jumps. We get newer abilities that are added in that make traversal a whole lot of fun. Uh, and it pretty. Mm, you realize why this is a next-gen game, right? You realize why this is a PS5 or Xbox Series, you know, exclusive game with some of the traversal element, elements that they introduce to you. Uh, the map, because, you know, Fallen Order was much more linear, we're talking about in, you know, Survivor, the maps are far more open, which means they're a bit flatter. They're not all these, like, tunnels or corridors that you're going through and getting lost in. <clears throat> Excuse me, that was my cough this time. Oh boy. Which means that the map's a little bit flatter, so you know where you're going. And they do a pretty darn good job of showing you where you need to go again in the map without holding your hand. So good. Terrific question there. The map is a good step in the right direction. It's still not perfect though. But step in the okay. right direction. Do you have another question while I take a sip of water? Because I'm How parched. Are, um the different stances, right? Like I, I think yeah. uh, seeing like the different, the dual wielding, right? Yep. The, uh, the, the, oh my God, what am I? I'm not, a, I, I'm, I'm a decent fan of Star Wars. Sure. Uh, uh, dual, not dual, double-sided. Oh sure. my God. I couldn't think of double-sided. The different ones. And then even the blaster one, which you were like, I will never do that. Cause je my Jedi don't use blasters. Yeah. Uh, stances are really cool. And I will not spoil some of them that aren't shown in the trailer Ooh, um, okay. or maybe shown very little, but it changes up the way that you're playing Cal. Uh, so there are some stances like the dual wield or the staff saber that are really good at clearing out mobs. There's your classic one saber where it's just pretty balanced at everything, but not terrific at everything. Uh, then you have your blaster stance, which... Bloodborne fans, come here. This is the closest thing we're gonna get, and I'm telling you, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> All right, um, that is reminiscent to to that of a Bloodborne for me, at the very least. If this is the only way I can get it, I ain't mad. Um, and then you got the Kylo saber that we've seen from the trailers. Again, nothing spoilers. It's in the promotionals. That's what I'm gonna talk about, and I'll stop there. That acts like a like a claymore in 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 medieval times, like a huge weighted you know, sword. That's my favorite thing to use. And 
you have you get to switch off between two stances as of right now. So if you're seeing a mob of enemies, you're going, okay, I can switch my saber to be a staff saber. If I'm seeing a big angry dude, I'm going to switch it to be my Kylo saber and fight him that way. Uh, okay. Combat is very much improved in this game. Sorry it, if you, you mentioned it. No, um, oh, go for it. Uh, running everything is, is it needs to get some getting used to for sure. Yeah. Uh, what The blaster thing. Is it like a parry in Bloodborne, or is it like a interrupting an attack kind of thing? It's kind of inter- It's kind of a little bit of both. The cool thing about that stance is you get to. It's pretty much you're getting to charge your blaster up, and you can knock someone back. It's really good to get the. It's really good for getting the guys or the range guys out of the way, so you could focus on with your saber on the guys closest to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could do your little pew pew bang bang, and it interrupts them a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah. And even BB-8, sorry, BB-8, Jesus, sorry, the better droid. BD-1 has some really cool abilities that, like, oh. are, are that help you in combat a lot. It makes it really, it's a really cool element that I like a lot. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So, yeah. like, a combat has improved dramatically. Um, it's just, it's so damn good. And the customization of Cal and BD are just... You're really making him who you want. Like, I I can make a cow that looks like me, that like dresses like me, like my Star Wars fantasy. Like I, I'm I'm decked out in the commando robes, and I'm like, yeah, this is. I, I look like I'm Obi Wan from Episode Three. This is dope. This is what I like to see, right? Or from Clone Wars. Like you can make BD one and mix mix match customization on them, and even the saber hilt, all down to like how his facial hair is and the cool thing about all these customizable options kyle is that it's all found through collectibles you find in the environment so you're powering up because you're going through all these enemies because you're completing side quests that are pretty fulfilling they're not like oh my god this is revolutionary this is no red baron situation um but you're finding cosmetics and being rewarded that way rather than you know you finding a chest because you need to up your your skill level you're doing it because you want to see what that chest has to make your cow look cool and if you don't care about that then you could just avoid all the extra you know the the extra activities around the map but those extra activities are really cool like it reminds me of shadow of war in a sense where it's like here's this big hub here's a, a giant fort that you could go explore and here's some cool little nifty like puzzles around around the world that you can go solve akin to and I'm sorry guys I know it's overdrawn but a breath of the wild situation down to like there are shrines that you're entering and solving puzzles um there's awesome like um obstacle courses that remind me a little bit just a little bit of neon white because I love that game so much that are challenging really challenging and cool little just battle rooms that you just again accidentally wander into there's so much to do in this world and none of it feels wasted. None of it felt like it had to be in here for bloat purposes. Everything feels like it has purpose and is fun to do. Um, and shout out to some of the side characters as well. That I was just going to say, like, how's the supporting cast? Really, really good. The voice actor of Catalo, um, oh. I, he's in okay. it and he is in. Incredible. I love um, 
if you're a fan of Psychonauts, there is definitely a voice actor that you are going to fall in love with here, or a character that you're going to fall in love uh, with. Noshir Dalal is the Kotalu voice character. Noshir, you done, yeah. you, you're killing it so far. So as I've not completed this game so far, Kyle, as much as I'm excited to do this podcast each and every week, I wanted to, I'm like, maybe I could hold off a day of recording, you know? <laughs> maybe you don't have to do a live, right? Maybe I'll play a little bit more because it's one of those things where I'm just getting, I'm just getting lost in this game. Um, so yes, are there performance issues? Yes. And I will say mileage varies because I'm not having problems and I'm playing alongside my brother where he's having problems in and I'm having problems where he's not. Typically, I find performance only really struggles if you're near a body of water. That's the okay. sad thing. If you're near a waterfall, yeah, you're going to skip some frames. But at the end of the day, is it taking me out of this world? No. It's really, really good. So I'm, I'm let, loving it, man. Let me let me uh, uh, steal from our Patreon show, Road to Greatness. Yeah. What would your trophy level you would give this game? So bronze typically is a, a pass uh uh or or wait for a super sale silver is put an asterisk on platinum put an asterisk i am definitely feeling like i am playing or and experiencing one of the best star wars pieces of property like as of right now i am experiencing the best star wars sequel since empire like it's that's awesome it's really good (laughs) and i love it very much so yeah if you're really like, if you really want to play it on performance mode, maybe you wait a week or two. Um, the la- the latest patch really fixed it up for me, but maybe you wait a patch or two. If you want to play it right now and you're like a quality, I'm a quality guy. I don't care about the the FPS. You're probably not going to run into many issues. Do I feel like the the issues are overblown on my behalf? I think they are, but I'm also you know not again mileage may vary. I'm not being met with some of the challenges that people on other platforms are having. I think a lot of the controversy does stem from PC players being frustrated at yet another really bad port. I will say as well, before we get off this 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 train and into the rest of the show, uh-huh. sound design is incredible. The different sounds you're hearing from your lightsaber making all different types of stuff, phenomenal. Um, the dual sense features are additive. They, they're not blowing me away, but they feel nice. Um, okay. and shout out to the animation work in the combat before we head on out of here, because the animation work is, I feel like I'm 30 hours in and Kala's executing dudes with the same lightsaber I've had always <laughs> in cooler ways. It's like, I, like there's always a moment where I'm like, Oh God damn. <laughs> um, Dude, I, I'm I'm just I'm in love with this game. It's awesome, awesome that I'm in 2023. I'm living my best life, and every game I'm playing, I'm like, and game of the year, and game of the year, and ge-. like it's just I'm eating so, so well. Far. Oh my yeah. goodness gracious! So we're ju- and we're we're literally like just starting, just getting started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Ooh. Ooh. All right, Kyle, are you holding on to something? Yeah. Good. Good. A battery Good. this time. Huh. It's my little Apple Pen that uses my little fidget toy. Oh my now. God, I just you saying Apple Pen, yeah, just uh, th- made me think of that meme song. The I have an Apple, <laughs> I have a pen. I thought you were like Apple Pen, because <laughs> I said it like uh, like a Michael Caine voice, like Michael Caine. Oh no, I instantly thought of that. Song. This is my Apple Pen. 
Michael Kine. Uh, prepare the, oh, sorry, prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. On the 1st of May. Oh my goodness. Oh what are we boy. starting with? Oh, let should me I, look this one up. Should I, should I bleep this? <laughs> no, no, don't bleep it. Let, let right. everyone know what this game is called. All right. Parents in the audience, still muff your child's ears. So, you know, like, you know. Stroke the Beaver comes out on PlayStation 5 and PS4 May 1st. All right, here's the description of the game from the storefront. Okay, please. I beavers need to are it, Beavers are interesting creatures. They are both wet and furry. Due to being in the water so much, many of us oh, have no. never stroked one before. Oh, no. But now if you're... Now is... This is what how it's written in the store. But now, if your chance to touch one for the first time... Please stop. Well, you can't really touch one, but you can at least make it look like you have a beaver in your very own home. Okay. All right. $4, it's probably an easy plaque. All right. Here's a little game we'll play at home. Ready? What sounds worse? Me saying stroke the beaver or stroke the... What was that? <laughs> I thought you were going to bleep stroke. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the beaver. <laughs> you have three options. Let us know. We're having fun. All right. Whew. Super Kids Racing Snow Edition on PS4. What, a, what an opposite title. <laughs> what a, very safe. Not going to get us flag title. I love it. Yeah, the second yeah, yeah. of it, May. Age of Wonders on PS5. Arcade Archives. Tecmo Night on PS4, Omega Strikers on PS5, and The Trap Winner on PS4. On May 5th, Death to Treat on PS5, and Hogwarts Legacy on PS4 for you guys to boycott. Look at that. There it is. Look at that. And see, look at it. Nobody talked about it. I didn't even know this game was coming out. <laughs> wow, that's a real, what a concept. All right. All right, Joe, I got to settle down. All right, I got it. Save it for the after show. All right, Kyle. Listen, I'm tired of canceling myself. I've already done it four times on this show. And it's live. I can't turn back. But it's time for our favorite segment. And the last segment of the night is time for the Sony Pony Express. Sony Pony Express question. This comes from Stingray X. Can, sorry, you can make a Twisted Metal-like game with PlayStation characters. Who's your roster, vehicles, specials, etc.? Um, Shuhei Yoshida. Yeah. Uh, especially now that they have the, it, not NFT. <laughs> NFT. It's, it's an NFT. Yeah. What's his special Digital ability? What's his, what, first off, what's his car? I think it's a go-kart. Play it safe. Um, no, 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 no. no. It's... Think about it. All right, I'll come back to it. Okay. I'll come back to it. All right. I think it's a go-kart, and I think he's chucking he's chucking PS4 cases at people, but it's like a boomerang, and if it's a critical hit, he de- he, he decapitates you. Mm. Yeah? That's a special. <laughs> Thirsting on the blood of his enemies. You know, I think I think his his vehicle is the uh, the cat dog from Last Guardian. All right, fair enough. I like that. <laughs> um, Kratos, he is. What is he driving? It, it's a sled. <laughs> yeah, it one thousand percent is one hundred one hundred percent. Uh huh. It's uh-huh. the sled. You can't hurt the dogs. Don't worry about it. No. And you know he's throwing. He's hucking and chucking his 
his his axe he at you. An axe. Yeah. And he's able to recall it. Maybe when he's hitting you, he's able to like if he's charging it, he stops you in place and he gets her to run you over. You know? Ooh. Mamma mia, mamma okay. mia. I like that. I like that. Um uh, what is Aloy? Which which machine is Aloy riding? Aloy is riding. Um, I like the I like the the Raptors in in Horizon. I like Ooh, that way yeah, more. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. Those. Um, and her special ability is plot armor. <laughs> oh, how dare you! <laughs> no, um, I mean obviously it's a bow and arrow. Yeah. And her special ability is she gets to throw traps. And I was like, just gonna say traps or like a blast sling, mm-hmm. it, it, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, Cloud is in this on his bike. Sure. Duh. Duh. He's got material. He can just throw fire spells or lightning or Absolutely. ice at you. Oh yeah, you get, really gets a mix and match. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. What else? What else? Oh, Ellie is riding uh, uh, the horse. Horse. Uh, what Prancer? No. What is the horse's name? I think it's- two. It was also in the show. It is. Why am I? Oh, I'm blank. Oh, yeah, look at Prancer's a, 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 a yeah. Prancer's it's a, a reindeer. reindeer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her, I mean, her ability. What would that be? Because like, it's just like a rifle. It's like a gun. Shimmer. <gasps> Shimmer. That, no, she's throwing bricks and bottles at him. <laughs> One thousand percent. That's what she is. Yeah, or nail bombs. Or nail bombs. bombs. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. Go. Yeah. I like that. I like. I that. love it. I love it. Great question there, Stingray. Hey, Kyle, would you like to read the next question on the list while I get a drink of water? Uh, sure. Uh, Yuna writes in, hey there, guys. Hope you both are doing well. Welcome to May, where today myself and Tifa level up. Happy birthday, Yuna. Happy birthday. Happy purpose. Uh, Kyle also levels up soon. Golden Week sales break the wallet. And Otomi Games may be getting me an intervention soon. Ooh. My question this week is, what are your favorite celebrations in games? This can be in the form of a party in the game or just a fun moment with the cast of the game with a few birthdays. Mm. I thought it would be perfect to reminisce on the best celebration in games. So I throw the ball to you guys. What are your favorite celebrations? Um, Life Day in Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> but this is for in a game. I know. Just I love how Life Day gets referenced. They get referenced <laughs> all the time. Um, but I I love all like the holiday events and games. Like I think Fortnite Ooh. is really fun because they have like here's a little mini battle pass for you guys and like yeah, open your yeah. presents. Here's like little like free skins and stuff. Like that's really uh-huh. cool. Uh, World of Being Warcraft Santa introduced in, that. Uh, Fall Guys is pretty cool. Yes, I think. But the- that's not like a celebration. That's just like a character skin. Yeah, Destiny does something similar as well. They so, do. Yeah, I-, I love when games are able to get. A little wacky and, and and just have fun with the season that is and, I love yeah. so much of giving. Uh, I mean, just talking about him before with Cloud Final Fantasy. Every time you end a battle with the Final Fantasy music, come on, Cloud I mean, spinning, spinning his Buster Sword. Oh yeah, with the I love it so much. Or not a fighting game person at all. I love a good Johnny Cage winning animation. Okay. Oh, oh, we're bringing animations uh, I, in here. Yeah, I'm not well, a yeah, fighting just guy. like him celebrating just Johnny Cage being that actor douchebag. Just, I, I, I really enjoy that. Okay. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, because like, there's a lot of like stances in like Overwatch when like you're you're getting like play of the game that are like really cool. Like yeah. I'm thinking of Tracer. I'm thinking of um, oh my god, guy right behind me looks like death. 
Uh, whatever have you like reaper? They, reaper there you go he, wow, he's my second main my memory's <laughs> really going i'm starting to really be concerned uh yeah like stuff like that i like when video games do that i like their yeah. here's this little emote to show you show the rest mm-hmm. of the kids how cool you are and um, like it, mlb the show has some great home run celebrations too right. i'm just really players being cocky i'm just like watching the ball go and then chucking the bat as high in the air as they can go oh i love it so much and it's just hitting someone in the crowd i like that i like that very safe (laughs) cowboy danger d writes on one hand i see top tier games like god of war and elden ring release near perfection on the other hand i see games like redfall cyberpunk and so many others release broken and get fixed along the way credit to the developers for sticking with their game and fixing it but this trend of releasing a broken game then fixing it along the way really needs to stop it's also mental health awareness month so everyone Take care of yourselves. Thank you. I did not know that. And yeah. funnily enough, real talk, everybody, it's Mental Health Month. And on the first day of Mental Health Month, I had a panic attack. <laughs> what are the odds? Way to ring in the month, Joe. I'm really celebrating it great. Way to stay on brand, you know? <laughs> How did you celebrate Mental Health I had a mental breakdown. Oh. You know, yeah, that's exactly. Me. I panicked. Yeah. It's great. I panicked. Yeah. Um, no, seriously. Thought I was dying. It's you know. It's <laughs> but you know what? I'm still. I'm, the old ticker's still working. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I 100 percent agree. I think there's. I, I think the need to ship a game. Yeah. As soon as possible needs to stop from the, the suits and the chairs. Absolutely. Like they. It does more harm than good than releasing your game in this state. Just take your time, get yep. it right. Whether it's the next coming of of, of you know a Mario uh, or 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 a Last of Us or a God of War or whatever, doesn't matter. Just make sure the game is complete. Yeah, and it works. More importantly, and then ship it out. Yeah, it's. I mean, and at the end of the day, it's really easy for us to say all that, and we don't know like. The scope, how much, you know, they they have in the bank to actually do those things. But if you're talking to the likes of like an EA, yeah, you can delay a game a little bit. And again, it's easy for me to say that, but then going, okay, Star Wars is a really popular IP, but let's just say you push it back a month. Well, now you got Diablo and Final Fantasy 16 to contend with. Yeah. Well, if we push it back a little further, well, then we're in the summer months. Are people really going to be playing? Right. Is that, is that the, yeah, Coffin Trophy, raise your hand. Why didn't they release it on May the 4th? A lot of people are asking. Because if you released it on May the 4th with the, the performance patch, patch yeah. it would have been way less of an issue. But Why? But I, I will know. say, from what I hear, the PC version is not Still playable. not great. Oh, yeah, okay. so. It, but again, like then why not just delay the PC version? If you're just going to put out uh, you know, a garbage port, that's like, let's get real with it, right? A half-baked port. Then yeah. why not just go, you know what? This version isn't ready. You saw it with the PS4 version of Hogwarts. Look, I didn't even know that was coming out today. Mm-hmm. It is. Congratulations. Have fun with it. But like, yeah. why not just delay it on the PC? If, if the PC isn't the main platform that you're trying to hit on, which apparently it ain't, because the performance is way better on PS5, then what 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 would hurt if you just delayed another month? I don't know. Yeah. I would love to be the bean counter that knows that, though. You know, because mm-hmm. I could, again, it's really easy for me to go, just delay it. But it's like, yeah, but that's also a lot more money than I'm even letting on, you know? Yeah. That said, though, mental health news, uh, health, uh, mental health, health, mental health news. 
What's Woo! going on with me, guys? What's going on? What's going on? Mental, mental health, mental health awareness month. Awareness I nailed it the first time, like easy. Yeah. What's with this tongue twister? I can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. Guys, make sure you know you're reaching out to someone. You know, yeah. Make sure you're, you're you're taking care of yourself, not just physically, but mentally. You know, there you go. And reach out to others if you feel like they're not, and go, hey, yeah. What up? It's your boy. Mm-hmm. Metal Kirby writes. Hey, Trophy Boys, after a year and a half of a hiatus, I'm back. The long and short of it is, I needed to focus on my mental health and family, and it was easier to disconnect from everything I could. I don't really have a question, but I just wanted to make sure you guys take care of yourselves mentally. Have a good show. Look at that. I didn't even play that. That was was great. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to disconnect every once in a while. It's important to disconnect every once in a while. And social media has really got you down. Just leave it. That's what I did to Facebook. And now all my racist uncles are there. They're having the time of their life, and I don't have to hear any of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But my uncle, not a fan of Guatemalans. That's what I found out. Oh, boy. That's what I found out. I wish I was lying, but I'm not. It's a sad state of affairs. Just leave social media if you need to, and if it's getting too much for you, just take out the app. That's what I've done. I've deleted the app. I go, I'm not going to use this right now. You know, there are some times where I'm just like, hey, I'm going to use this to tweet out you know, the trophy room and maybe something on my account here or there for business. And that's business. what I use it for. Yeah. Right. right. It's, it's, it's good to come back and, you know, recharge the batteries as it were. And it's really awesome that our discord is an amazing place to engage with folks that we don't have to really deal with those toxic elements. That's why when we p- promote our discord, we really mean it. it's, it's one of the best communities out there. So yeah, yeah. There you go. for sure. That said, Bertos Maximus writes in, question for the Sony Pony Express. I've been filling the gap between games recently, Fallen Order Platinumed, with Returnal and Sweet, uh, what a sweet, sweet game. My question is simple. Do you have any tips because this game hits something different? Mm -hmm. As always, stay safe. Keep bringing us this brilliant show and hopefully I'll be able to catch you guys live. I think I saw Bertos in the chat. What up? Yeah. Congrats on Platinum Fallen Order. Such a great it's game. Awesome. And that map is um, awful, but you did it. Great choice in, in coming over to Returnal. Yeah. It is it is a sweet, sweet, num-num banger of a game. I have to add it in one. All show. right. That's fair. Um, my tip for Returnal is the same tip that I had when we talked about it when it first came out. Find mm-hmm. the gun that you love the most mm-hmm. and stick with it. Yes. And then when you feel like... You want to try something different, then move. Yeah. I forgot what the gum is that we bought. The Hollow Seeker. Yes. The Ooh-wee. Hollow Seeker is the best gun in Returnal. Yeah. I don't care what That's anyone That's the tip. Says. Find find the find the Hollow <laughs> Once Seeker. Once you get a Hollow Seeker, level it up. Get all the extra beams and Oof. turrets that come out. Yeah. You're golden. Yeah. Uh, that is that is by far I think the best, the most fun gun that we we've, we've had with mm-hmm. and. It helped me tremendously get through some of those hard yeah. boss fights. First off, happy anniversary Returnal. Second off, yeah. also learn how to use the pistol. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you're in a room, you're like, I don't really like the guns I have. Don't be afraid. A, don't be afraid to experiment once you get a little semi-comfortable. But also, don't be afraid to say, you know what? This room ain't it. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. Be reserved in your playthrough as well. You don't have to rush it. You know, you're not making a nope. YouTube montage. Be patient. Be resourceful. And explore because you're gonna get a whole lot of health, more health notes. When Absolutely, you're there. don't just find the gate to go to and go yeah. through it. 
Go to every single room. Go explore. And do not be afraid to save up for those astronaut figures or the other things that give you a second life. Because also those saved my ass. Can I? Times. Can I say it? Be yeah. smart with malfunctions as well. Oh, absolutely. Don't just pick it up because it's there. Nope. Be smart with it because it's it, a lot of them could F- do more harm. Find than the it. ones that suit your style. Yep. Look for them. Grab them. Yep. And then every once in a while, when you can get rid of one, do it. And but only if it really is affecting everything else. Yeah. Like it's messing you up. And don't you know? Don't spend your money frivolously here. I always make sure I'm buying like the extra life thing or like the more health yep. as well. That's what yep. I'm always really going mm-hmm. for. I'm trying to maximize my passive income, like one of those uh, YouTubers commercials, you know. But in Ooh, return, boy. Stone Cold E.T. writes in, Hey guys, really enjoying Jedi Survivor so far. One thing that stood out to me about both Survivor and Fallen Order are how banging the first levels are. What are some of your favorite first levels in games? Another one comes to mind is Final Fantasy VII Remake. What? what? Because Stone Cold E.T. said so. Oh, I love it, Stone Cold. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. This community is amazing. Favorite first level? We talked about this recently. I love how Sushima opens. Yes. Ooh. I love how Sushima opens. (laughs) It's it's the best opening scene. Yeah. I'll I'll fight a man over it. That's really good. I think Last of Us is just... I mean, when people think of first levels, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think that is God tier. Um, Bioshock, great. Mm. Oh, my God. The Andrew Ryan speech you get in the beginning is just great. Yeah. Um, And then, like, Bloodborne, I always think, is, like, the best first level of a video game. I'll fight someone over it, for sure. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. those are all great. I I can't think of another one to add, per se. Trying to think of, like, a platformer. That really nails it in the first level. Oh, dude, Super Mario. Super oh, Mario yeah. World's oh, yeah, per- uh, perfect. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect level. Yeah. Toxic writes in, hey, guys, sorry if this came in late for this week's show. Nope, right on time. Hello from Colorado, 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 Whoa. Colorado. Again, did you check that accent before you? <laughs> no, I tried to do a high-pitched voice, and I I rolled oh. the R a little bit too hard and mm. then forgot the dough at the end. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm smelling toast. This past week has been crazy moving from VA to Colorado. Oh, really quickly. Why is that a tongue twister? For I, I don't know. Really quickly, because now uh, we're in the, the, the Sony Party Express. Yeah. So uh, if you're watching live, this is what we'll hop in chat and take some questions here and there. Sure. Yeah. Um, Landon brought up a great one first level. What's that? If you play through Mass Effect 1 and 2, Mass Effect 3 has one of the best intros to a game ever. Yeah. I'm also going to highlight Mass Effect 2. Yeah. That opens up incredibly cool. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, VA, is that Virginia? Is he in Virginia? Virginia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still getting used to the time zone difference. I won't have my furniture until next week, so I haven't been able oh, to play no. my PS5 in over a week. And I won't for another week. Oh my god! Are you gonna do do that thing I see of uh, what people think of a single guy's bachelor pad, <laughs> where it's just a camping chair, a TV, and then the console? One hundred percent, that would be me. That's I what I that. would do. One thousand percent. Uh, this has left me with playing most. Uh, sorry, playing my most played game, Genshin, a mobile instead of. Or, or sorry, instead, which has been a nightmare. Hate the touch controls. This had me thinking. What's the most recent game that had awkward controls that made you quit playing? So I don't get this problem much because I customize the heck out of my my controller layout. So like 
the one though that does come to mind, I think, is Neo Two. Okay. Because it wouldn't let me switch from dodging from circle that I'm used to. It had it on on the cross button, the, the X okay. for you layman. So that bothered me a lot, and that's that's when I was out. If I can't if I can't switch or dip out of like a control setting, I'm done with your game. And I think Neo Two was that game. I I couldn't do it without having a lot of issues. Yeah. What a game you? we played for Road to Greatness that I had a real hard time with the controls. Mm-hmm. And I think it's why I didn't like it a whole lot. Uh, gravity Rush. Fair. The, Fair. the 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 switching gravity with the right stick. Yeah. It was just, it was too much. I think that game played a lot better on the Vita. In I'm my 1, opinion. 1,000% yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half Thumb Gamer, this is the last question on Sony Pony Express, uh, said, on what you said last week about Xbox going after third-party deals... That hasn't gone well in the past. People didn't like when they got the promo deal for Final Fantasy 13, and they had an exclusive deal for Rise of the Tomb Raider, which people hated that too. Yeah, that's a good thing to highlight for sure. Yeah. Um, But I think times are changing. I think... I think they could get away with it much easier now because, I mean, look at Sony does it all the time. And I think for Tomb Raider, the issue with that exclusivity was it was exclusive to the console for like a year that was the the main the main issue i think xbox doesn't do promo deals because the games are going to sell better on their competitor anyway and that's not me throwing mud at xbox it's just a simple fact there's more playstations in the world they're going to sell more i think like when we take a look at like what sold more like hogwarts versus uh, xbox i think it was like 70 30 same with resident evil and i know box sales at least in the uk so Take that for as it, as it were. And majority of Star Wars sales on PlayStation as well. So I think Xbox looks at it going, if we can't really get anything truly exclusive here, maybe we don't bother as much. And that's why they're pushing Game Pass as the selling vehicle more than an individual third-party deal. But I think it, I think that hurts them in the long run. I'll be real. Because I, th- I think... Yeah, I mean... I think those partners want those deals to happen. You know? Yeah, I, I think... Everyone can agree that they these third party deals are not the best. Yeah. But if you're a business person, hell yeah, you're gonna go do it. Yeah. And put on the time. Yeah, of course I'm gonna lock down this thing <laughs> only on our platform. It gets more people to play on our thing and then in turn spending more money on other things because yeah. you're already here. So it makes sense for them. Even like having like FF seven remake still not showing up elsewhere is a bummer mm-hmm. i 1000% get that uh it's there there's a, a fine line and some get it right and some don't and i i don't know yeah. it's it sucks either way yeah that said on to our youtube questions of course you can ask your questions live via super chat edward drops a ten dollar super chat and they say Here's some money for your PlayStation 5 Pro hey. purchases. Congrats on the show and uh, and going live. Hey, also, Shubles and Bits, uh, right before in the pre-show, dropped us a $20 Super Chat, our first Super Chat of the night. Thank you so much, Shubles, you beautiful son of a gun. And Mersin Kawa writes, I'm curious, what is Joe's favorite collector's edition he bought? Is there a favorite? So I threw this in. It wasn't a super chat, oh, okay. but it was a very interesting question. So I threw it in. So there you go. everyone can yell at me. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Look at this Cal Custis saber. Okay. Now, 
this is not this is not accurate in the slightest. It's heavy as all hell. And real um, big. It's really big. It's really heavy. I could bludgeon a person with this. I wish I was joking. <laughs> this could be used as a deadly weapon. As much as I like this one, I really love. Uh, I, I I think I was talking to Captain Logan earlier. He's like, which one do you like more? You know, collectors edition wise, this or God of War? I would actually lean towards God of War. Um, I really really oh. loved that. Which one? Um, the jo- the Jotunheim one. So where- the Ragnarok one. The Ragnarok one. Yeah, well, one with Mjolnir. Okay. Um, also, everybody gets really jealous of my uh, Spider-Man. Everybody wants that one from me. Everyone. Oh, the the the, the Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that one too. Um, so that's. I wish up my there. camera was clearer so you could see them better over there yeah. in my cases. And then I gotta give a shout out to the Sekiro one as well. I got a lot of collector's editions, guys. This is a bit I of a problem. Too. So you go, which one's your favorite one? And I've identified I have a bit of a, a problem. So, uh, yeah, I would say the God, the God of War ones are great. Sorry, I'm wrong. I know what the favorite one is. Look at me sliding it's, it's over. It's Ghost. Yeah, it's Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima's limited edition For you. is uh-huh. bar none the, the coolest limited edition ever. You get in the mask. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, mine is one that I you 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 pointed at it briefly and then you moved on. Well, the Last of Us Part Two Collections Edition is good one. incredible. Good one. Uh, like like the Ellie's Edition one where you get the statue, yeah. you get Ellie's backpack, you get the pins, the 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 vinyl single. That might be my favorite. Oh, one edition. second. Let me slide. Let me slide over. You talk yeah, to yeah. the beautiful audience. And, and also, Enigma saying that is basically the Disney saber, right? Uh, yes, it's very similar. You could connect the Cal Custis Disney Park Saber to the yeah. one you get in the collectors. But that said, to, look at how uh, big I, this is. That's what she uh-huh. said. But the, just in comparison, this is a Qui-Gon one-to-one Saber I'm holding mm-hmm. up. It's Cal Custis' Saber is like almost double the size. You know, it's That's much, wild. it's easily double the thickness who, um, as well. So, yeah. It's a beefy boy, but it's still really cool, for sure. The so the the Ragnarok God of War collectors it is great. I love my mule in there. It's yeah. fantastic. I really dig the 2018 one. That statue might be my favorite statue. I think it's the best one they've made. I uh, the sure. Kratos chopping off the 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 head. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's a really cool cool statue. Um, I do also love my Tremor tusks. Okay, uh, from Horizon from Midwest, they're great. I didn't like mine. I'll be honest. Really? Yeah, I, 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 it looks so too messy, and it came broken a little bit. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I'm actually uh, probably gonna throw that one out. <laughs> Be real. <gasps> Don't throw it out. It's a little broken, and like some of the, the, like the, the, the tusk is flimsy. Yeah, it keeps falling off. Yeah, man, you play too hard with your toys. Yeah, it does not come <laughs> with a blade, by the way. The, the Calcasta mm. saber. Oh. Okay. Good question, Big Cloud in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. But those are my answers. That said, this has been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of her? Yeah, Mr. K-Step pretty much everywhere. Um, if you want to check out the latest in indie game news, go check out 61indie.com, uh, IndieCast on uh, your your uh, podcast services of choice. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. And just really quickly for everyone in the live chat, or if you're listening to this uh in your car, at work, whatever. We appreciate you so much. For everyone live, is there anything you want us to, to tweak about how we run the show? Yeah. Do you want us to interact with chat more? Do you like having it at the end? Also, if you didn't catch out the pre-show, uh, 
every uh, not every because boy that was a lot <laughs> you'd be a lot of work that'd be a lot of photos but i'm taking pictures from the photo mode channel in the discord and they will be our little countdown before the pre-show starts so yeah. Hopping in, share your screenshots so we can share them with the world because they're amazing. What a, br- I, I, it's, again, brilliant idea. Yeah. Brilliant idea. When I saw that, I was, just, I, because you're like, it's good. It's, it's a really cool one. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm not down you, yeah. but all right. You're really hyping this up. And yeah, yeah. no, it, yeah. awesome. Awesome. I love it. I so love yeah, we, we love you so very much. Yeah. Thank you for allowing us to be at the stage where we can do it live and have, from my count, uh, 200 plus views already are live. So that's, that's pretty damn good on the YouTube side of things. Mother, you hear that? We're famous, mother. We're famous. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in live. Of course, this is our first one ever. And, um, this, this has meant a lot. And of course, listen, we're not going to beat you over the head. This is live every episode. This is just really important to us. This is really nice. Also, uh, uh, live viewers, just when, when Joe ends it or, or, or says, he's you know, uh, remember, keep hunting, keep playing PlayStation. We're going to end it live because then we're going to do post show. Post yeah. shows for Patreon only. That's Just right. Just letting you know. Patreon.com slash PS Trophy. You can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit on Twitter. You can find this show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Please join this beautiful community. Share your screenshots over on Discord. Uh, link down below in the description. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep. Oh, because we're alive, we can't walk back on this make sure you subscribe over on youtube.com hit like share subscribe hit the bell notification subscribe to us on apple podcast subscribe to us over on spotify help build this big beautiful family over here on the trophy room so now with all that said and with all that out of the way everybody keep your wits about you keep hunting and keep playing playstation see y'all we love you